Welcome to CareCast, CareNet's podcast on family, faith, and life with Roland Warren, CareNet's President and CEO, and Vincent DeCaro, CareNet's Chief Outreach Officer. CareCast and more pro-abundant life commentary from CareNet can be found at care-net.org, where you can watch videos, download eBooks, and subscribe to the Abundant Life blog. Now let's listen in on what Roland and Vince have for us this week on CareCast. Well, greetings and salutations, Roland. And also with you. Yes. Yeah, and, and you said and salutations. I know. You've trained me well. Often yeah. I would just say greetings yeah. to you, and you would always correct me. I would, because I just feel, I just feel, it just feels incomplete. You didn't want my greetings. That's not, how it felt to me. Well, <laughs> not without your salutations, <laughs> because right. I just feel like those things they come like as a pair. Peanut butter and jelly, you know what I mean? It's just like you know yes. that kind of thing. Sunny and share. I mean, you, there's certain things <laughs> <Of course>. that <laughs> there's sunny, yeah. certain things that just have to be together. They do. They do. And I haven't been the same since Sonny and Cher broke up. <laughs> so, yeah, 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 it was yeah. a magical time. It was a magical time. Oh, man. Yes. So, Roland, again, you know, moving to a, a, a more serious topic. And, and this one is this just this is a real doozy, this one. Yeah. And, and, and you know, as you said, you, you can't make this stuff up. I know. So ethicist, if you want to call him that, Richard Dawkins, or uh, I guess he's a renowned atheist who's written you know yeah. several books and, and such. He basically made an argument about why babies that are you know diagnosed unborn babies that are diagnosed with down syndrome actually probably should be aborted mm-hmm. so i'm going to read his exact words so folks know that we're actually not making this stuff up okay so he he was responding to to somebody who said she would be faced with a real ethical dilemma if she became pregnant with a baby of down syndrome so mm-hmm. this woman you know presented this case to him and said you know if i was pregnant with a baby with Down syndrome, I I feel like that would be a real ethical dilemma for me. And his response was, abort it and try again. It would be immoral to bring it into the world if you have the choice. If your morality is based, as mine is, on a desire to increase the sum of happiness and reduce suffering, the decision to deliberately give birth to a Down baby when you have the choice to abort it early in the pregnancy might actually be immoral from the point of view of the child's own welfare. So, first of all, I think he like this guy is a, supposed to be a great thinker. I think he yes. made about six different arguments in there. It's like it wasn't even just one yeah. consistent argument. First, he's talking about happiness in the world. Then he's talking about the child's own welfare. And then he's talking about the person making the decision. Yeah. So it's like, what are we solving for? The person making the decision, the world at large, the child. Like he's just like he's all over the place. And, and then how do you measure any of that? How do you like, measure any uh, of that? Like where's his happy meter? Right. Like, how does he how does he come up with that? Oh, I made this decision and this re- increased the amount of happiness in the world. In the apparently, world. yeah. Right. And, and there's some, and not just for himself. Not just right. for, and that's the whole point. Right. 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 And so, so when he's saying increase the amount of happiness for whom? Yeah. yeah. Is, is it happiness for the child? Is right. it happiness for him? Is mm-hmm. it happiness for the neighbor? Is it mm-hmm. happiness for the culture? Is it mm-hmm. like where where where's the happiness bar? Right. Like, where, where's the meter? Right. That you can look and say, oh yeah, we did that and it reduced the amount. Like. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. It's just as for it's a person who's, who's who's supposed to you know kind of be have a scientific mind. Yeah, I mean it's just it's, there's no logic, and and I think that's a great point. The other addition, there's so many points here. The other yeah. additional point is why should this only be you know reduced to unborn children? Yeah. So if your child after your child is born and they're causing you suffering or unhappiness, sure. Why, why would why, you? We have to increase the amount of happiness in Absolutely. the world. That's what his morality is based on. And oh, by the way, why does it have to apply to children at all? Right. Why can't it be anyone? Why can't it be anyone? Yeah. I mean, I think Hitler had the same perspective. He thought mm-hmm. that 
that reducing the number of Jews mm-hmm. in the world, reducing the number of gypsies in the right. world, reducing right. the numbers of whatever in the world right. was would right. increase happiness. Yes, yeah, it would reduce suffering it, and increase happiness. Absolutely. So therefore, it was moral. It was moral. Really? So. I mean, if again, if Richard Dawkins yes. is being logical and consistent, he would absolutely have to agree with what people like Hitler have done in history. You have to. Because, again, he's saying if your morality is based, as mine is, yes. on a desire to increase the sum of happiness and reduce suffering. So that so his the 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 anchor, the you know, the peer, whatever, the unmovable object yes. that his morality is based on yes. is this idea of reducing suffering and increasing happiness. So I am sure lots of serial killers would absolutely love for that to be the norm in society, that society's morality is based on reducing suffering and increasing happiness, because I'm sure all these folks would love to just go out and reduce a whole lot of suffering that they feel like other people are causing them. Absolutely. By, you know, eliminating them. Oh, yes. (laughs) And that then, again, would be moral for them to do that. And and here's the thing, which is so interesting about this. You're actually not talking to the person whose suffering you're trying to reduce. Mm -hmm. How does he know that... The, the 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 child with Down syndrome would say, "Oh my, yes, you're, this is absolutely right. Yeah, absolutely. I am uh, this. You are reducing my suffering by not bringing me into the world. I mean, if right. you talk the voiceless to, and the vulnerable, right? Yeah, exactly. If you talk to to parents who have Down children, yeah, children with Down syndrome, rather, what I hear universally is yes. that actually they actually increase the amount of Absolutely, happiness. Absolutely, 100%. They, they are accepting yeah. and, and embracing. Loving and affectionate. And, and, and compassionate and, yeah. and, and, and all of that. And yeah. that the, in fact, it was the other way around. I've heard people say, no, my child with Down syndrome actually saved me. Right, you yes. Know, we're most like God when we're compassionate to, towards those who, who need compassion. Right, And so Absolutely. there's something that happens to us when we're compassionate toward others. It's actually what defines our our humanity. So it, it, to, from my perspective, it, it's just such it's just such a I mean, just a, a statement that I don't even know the right words for. But the scripture that comes to mind is when Paul's talking about, they, you know, they profess to be be wise and then became fools. Mm-hmm. And it really it really is a, sort of a case of that, yeah. you know, trying yeah. to build some morality outside of this. And then the other basic point is if we're all basically here by chance. Why is happiness even a bar that even should be considered anyway? Mm-hmm. Why should I consider whether I'm, quote, increasing the amount of happiness? Mm-hmm. Like, we're only yeah. here by chance. Yeah, so he's making, mean, a, right? he's making a moral argument, but yeah. but there is no morality. There's no foundation on which to rest that argument. Yeah. No, absolutely. No. Right. So why is it a moral good to increase happiness? I'm just here by chance. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Why is happiness better than non-happiness? Yes. Because whenever, again, better. Yes. Just using the word better. Yes. I, I like the world when there's less happiness. Right. I think it's a better world when there's actually less happiness. Right. I like the world. People are more sober and thoughtful when they're not yes. so happy. So I, exactly. the world is a better and more moral place when yes. there's less happiness. So, like, yeah, I whatever. like the world with that we increase <laughs> right. suffering and reduce happiness. Right. Right. I think that's the best world yeah. to live in. Yeah. Right. I, mean, I mean, there's no rules. I mean, there's really no rules. Yeah, it really is. And what it leads to, again, is somebody literally telling a mother, abort it and try again. Like, just this callous. And these are those are supposed to be the compassionate people. Yeah. Right? Those are the compassionate ones in our culture yeah. today. 
right. the ones who have let loose of the bonds of, of organized religion and belief in fairy tales and all this other stuff. That's right. And are now firmly planted in the world of science where, you know, true morality can come from. Yes. <laughs> and there's, this is what this yeah. is what you get. This is this is this is be careful what, what you wish for. Right? This, it, it really is. Yeah. It really is. And the reality is he doesn't even want to live in the world that he's created. Absolutely not. Because somebody could come along and say, you know what? Taking you out of this world would increase my happiness. Yes. Would increase the world's happiness. Right. Right. Is that the world that you want to live in? Mm-hmm. It, it's just. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it is really just, is remarkable. Yeah, as, By the grace of God, <laughs> yeah, we're, yeah. he's protected from his own worldview. Right. 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 Because he probably doesn't logically actually even live out his own worldview. No. Right. Yeah. No. But he's going around telling other people that this is how they should they should live. Sure. Yeah. So again, as you said, you can't make this stuff up. No. Um, so if folks don't believe us, go you know go look it up. And <laughs> those were exact quotes from Mr. Dawkins himself. And again, I think a good place to close is you know obviously we want to continue praying for folks who have these sorts of yeah. uh, perspectives that they would have a they would see the light of of Christ's love and truth. And again, Absolutely. when it comes to you know children with Down syndrome, there's a, a gentleman who who has come to our conference on several occasions. And he has an organization called the Love Chromosome because mm-hmm. his sister has Down syndrome and she has brought so much joy to him and his family. It's and to just, the world. And to the world. I mean, she's just an amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It's just it's it's sickening to think that there's this blanket statement that's being made that, you know, it's immoral to bring that person into the world. I mean, yeah. It's almost hard to believe that somebody would actually say that out loud. Yes. I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. That's like an inside your brain thing. Yeah, yeah. Like you, you said the quiet part loud and the loud part quiet, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And so, yes, yes. Yeah. And, and actually, we have a, a great series that's going to be coming up on our blog of mm. stories of, of parents with you know children who were born with Down syndrome and just mm. the variety of experiences that they've had around that, mm. you know, struggling with the pregnancy decision, choosing life and just all the stuff that comes with that. So there's going to be a great, great series coming up on our on our blog probably this summer, fall. So what, we're in the year 2021 now yeah, in yeah. case you're listening to this podcast yeah. at some point in the future. Yes. Uh, but yeah, summer and fall of 2021, you'll start to see that series of blog posts. And, I, and I, I'm just going to I'm just going to go out on a limb here. Mm. It's going to probably bring people a lot of happiness. <laughs> I, I would say. <laughs> I'm just saying. It will. And more than happiness, but just joy and fulfillment and just, yep. you know, just seeing God as the creator of all life, right? Not some life, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> Not the lives that we like, right? <laughs> all <laughs> all yeah. life, right? right? And, you know, you'll just see that coming through. So Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Great. All right. Well, thank you, Rollin. Yep. We hope you enjoyed this episode of CareCast. For more Pro Abundant Life commentary and practical resources, please visit care-net.org. There you can subscribe to the Abundant Life blog, giving you access to videos, ebooks, podcasts, and other resources to help turn your pro-life passion into pro-abundant life action. Until next time, we pray that God blesses you and yours daily.